Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode six of our Into the West Chronicle Breakthrough. Hi, guys. Welcome to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by uh, Rule 20, the Onyx Path, during OnyxCon 2021. Hey, guys. I hope you guys have been having a good con so far. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, a, you, you missed the con, uh, but B, there is probably a lot of stuff floating around on Twitch VODs and YouTube for mm -hmm. you to like devour. This channel alone on Twitch is going to be hosting seven different games um, across basically a bunch of different dark eras. Including uh, ours? Including ours. Yeah, oh. there's uh, Vorpal Tales just got done with their Contagion Chronicles. Mm -hmm. There's this one then we've got. Well, we went over them all last week's. For, so YouTube guys probably remember anyways. But yeah, whole bunch of stuff. It's pretty great. Um, and chat is here and loud and chatting, which I love to see. Um, right. Oh, right. And viewers like you. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much to our patrons who support us monetarily. We greatly appreciate it. I'm totally not stalling when I pull up the list. Um, Thank you all very much for supporting us. It really is cool. Uh, just to give you an idea, like to be like fully transparent because you guys are giving the money. So I want you to know where it goes. We all get basically a portion of the funds just to go into our own pockets to go buy coffee and candy and soda and other wasteful things because it's fun money. Uh, but then we have uh, rest of the funds that can go to making character art like this awesome stuff from Brenna. And mm -hmm. then in, you know, if anybody's noticed a little bit of desync in Ralph's camera, we're getting that figured out. And if there's technology that's required, we'll just pay for it. And Ralph doesn't have to because it's for the show. That's the kind of stuff that you guys, your support helps us do, which really helps. You're all so generous. It's, so great. It's, it's so cool. It's so nice. And it does make doing this kind of stuff uh, easy, which we greatly appreciate. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to Adele, Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Ang Falleth, Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, Chris, Daniel, Doc the Undead, Delore, Emil, Funzusu, Ruali, George, Jack, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, CrazyMan1772, Melissa, Michael, Milo, V3, Moku, Neomagus, Noba, no pixel stream when. All right, listen. Uh, thank you, Camo, eventually. Uh, Parker, Perry, Pride! Uh, all caps. Uh, Puppeteer, Riafia, Ryan, Shaksara, Sina, Terran, The Arcane, Thomas, Toast, Oofsif Sama, uh, Vortex, uh, Woodsalm, and Zoltan. Thank you all very much for your support. It means a lot to us. It really does. Uh, it's very cool. And as I close a bunch of tabs that I don't need open. Cool. Um, oh, that's what I'm missing. Uh, Konka. Which, by the way, our Konka is available and viewable by everybody Public. so you know come by follow along if any of you happen to be here from onyx pathcon and are watching on twitch and you're trying to figure out who these characters are and who we're talking about i posted it in the in the chat go to conca and google and well not google conca uh up people and names and stuff like that as we go i think that's basically it so picking up where we last left off there is a big honking thunderstorm rolling through oh, the yeah. the 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 village, the town of Purgatory Bluff. Um, 
not really egged on by, but um, yeah, it's it's a little personal now as it rains down on uh, Gisela and uh, Isabel as they basically probably not rush home uh, because it is definitely a bit uh, towards the you know the evening time and you are in a thunderstorm in a prairie please don't break the poor horse's legs kind of scenario um and i imagine because of where uh you guys are up higher up on the ridge out on the the the, i don't know western prairie whatever um away from but away from the town but probably closer to enright's place and that's also where isabel leaves her horse that's probably your guys first direction Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, making your way through Enright's place, which is not, it's not fenced off, um, so much as there is a area around it that is, I want to say, cultivated. yeah, cultivated, kind of cared after some of the shrubs are kind of cut down. Um, it's not, you know, it's no like, you know, French palace yeah. or something like that, but it's definitely got this like area that is. In Wright's place versus the just growth around town um, and kind of make a beeline back towards the uh, the stables so you can find someplace dry uh, because a neither of you have any magic to well yeah neither of you have any magic to, to deal with rain pelting you um, and also um, you know you guys just saw a giant lightning spirit of still can Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And lesser spirits tagging along too, mm-hmm. I, I would suspect. But uh, Alfoth, uh, who I thought about giving a crazy cool name, but uh, well, we'll That's get to that name. later. Yeah. Well, no, I meant like the titles. Like that a title. After. Yeah. yeah. You know, Daenerys Targaryen, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about one for each rank, but then I realized. Why would I do that to myself? That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. That sounds like something I would do for like 40 spirits ahead of time. And then you wouldn't meet any of them. Right. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, <laughs> we pick up with you guys uh, rushing into the, the stables at this point uh, later in the evening. Any of the stable hands and stuff like that have probably found bunks in the barracks and stuff like that. Yep. <sighs> yeah, so... Isabel, like, is taking care of the horse, right? Like, brushing taking its saddle everything. off, brushing it down, drying it off, getting it fed, like, and probably offering to do that for Gisela's horse as well. I mean, mine's got to go home. <laughs> That's a good point. Um... trying to think of how Isabel would go about this because she is very much just had not quite a revelation but like that was that was some shit you just basically talked to a god yeah more or less and accepted yourself into its service right so I don't think these are your father's tormentors. No, no. 
Um, you a lightning priest? I <laughs> like look down at Gammon. <laughs> Wait, am I? <laughs> Hang on, that's not the name. Ganem. 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 Sorry. Yeah, it was like, let me scroll back up and make sure. Yeah, Ganem. Um, there is a, you know, kind of, it, it, it's hard to read a shrug from this vine wreathing, you know, kind of motion. But yeah, it's, it's definitely kind of a shrug. Um, and, you know, it, you you both kind of left the deal open and vague and apparently i'm some i was supposed to teach you about this uh of course with more melodic sound to Ganem's mm-hmm. voice uh so uh no that's going to be the the two of us figuring this out uh, because i'm a flute and basically i'm not exactly sure and we barely speak the same language we definitely don't eat the same food i have no idea what alfoth is actually expecting of you but i can give you ideas of how you could worship me and you could <laughs> do the same thing for alfoth is just you know <laughs> if you think that's what's best i'm 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 spitballing here is that a term back in 1846? It is now. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm just kind of putting putting two things. Like, do you understand how quickly he could squish me? Uh, yes. Like, I, I really I do want to give you a good idea. Least. But yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. So, uh, but we, 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 we can work some things out. Um, I mean, having essence, that's, that's always, that's, if you can figure that out, that's a good way to do it. Um, I've never mm. met anybody. I've never met a priest. I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of new. And again, points over to the flute and you know, I'm, I'm new to this. There's some stuff I've kind of picked up, but I'm going to learn alongside you, I guess. Well, That'll be a project for us, I guess. Sure. Good luck. We need it. Yeah. We do. They say to the there's, mage. There's this like there's this like very like <laughs> like bold over sort of like lack of confidence that Isabel has in the scene. Like it is a distinctly different sort of person that you were communicating with from like earlier in the episode. Yeah. And I'm just kind of So Perhaps this is the lowest you'll find my guard for now. But if if we are to all work together, study together, whatever the four of us are, knowing more about 
the differences of our blessings might be important. So, Gisela Bauer, mm-hmm. will you tell me a tale of what you've been through? I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> um, I can tell you more about what I can see. Sure. It's all of this. It's not like that at all. There are no rocks and trees and lightning creatures. It's like being able to see... And I'll probably let that spell fade. Yeah. (laughs) Let me see with my real eyes. This is comforting and good and I like this better because it's <laughs> one thing to know that that's all there which is terrifying but now I can't see them it's fine it's fine <laughs> it is the world as it is awake and alive and beautiful I don't why would like, you find that terrifying I don't like the idea that if I Pick a flower, I've killed a flower spirit. You have not. Or the the lightning is alive. I will admit to that being rather intense. Yes. Um. But this, I mean, this is This is nothing. You mean the world without your spirit eyes? No, I mean compared to what would she call it? I'm trying to think what Isabel would call her awakening. Hmm. I mean, it may be one of those things where you throw out, you know, yeah. uh, the, the word in high speech. Just the high speech word for it. Yeah. 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 Which probably ends up being awakening. But right. yeah. when I went through the, that, <laughs> I mean, how can, how can anything ever scare me again is how I am led to feel like crawling through the wastes and the desert and nearly succumbing of thirst and hunger seeing carrion feeders circling overhead there there is a very real danger to the world that is reflected here, but is not fully present. As I imagine that whatever it is that you went through, you must feel the same way, at least partially. 
I don't know about having no fear. They could still kill you. I like being alive. Oh, I mean, I'm like, quite fond of it, too. I certainly am still afraid of many things. Um, but yeah, what I see are... But Clix says he sees chains holding people down. Mm-hmm. I see threads pulling them along. There are paths, and there are others on the side that can pull you one way or another. And you can sort of see where they go if you try. Mm-hmm. The further they are, the harder it is. More unraveled of a thread, yeah. I feel like. Hmm. Because there are many things between now and there that could pull you one way or another. But everything is interwoven. Hmm. A little little aside to for both of you. What do you how what do you guys think of the supernal beings that you see when you see turn on mage sites? Because like the spirits are one thing, mm-hmm. you know, but you have seen infrequently, but the you know, the various supernal beings, uh, totems and beasts, mm-hmm. anachronisms and moire. Um, uh, definitely thinking of them as like the keepers. They're the ones who keep everything on track. <laughs> that might not be what they actually do, but that's what she's assuming they do. It's just that word has a yeah. context as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it's oh, the, also Loki. Yeah. Seeing the these things that are here that appear to be gods. They sure act that way. Yeah. The assumption is that they are the ones who unravel the threads and can pull you in certain directions and help keep mm-hmm. keep the tapestry nicely woven. Well, it's. Hmm. Like, do you know what I did with the cards? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what you did. I know that you did it. It's reading the future. Sure. I mean, you can do magic. That's sort of one of the classics things that, yeah, it's one of the classics, I guess I mean, is more or less what she'd say. Can you do it? No, but I have to imagine that... Some people can, yeah. The stories... come from something real. Mm-hmm. Now that we now that we know that... This is real? That we're not the only one. Yeah. That I'm not the only one. That I'm not <laughs> going crazy. Yeah. That I'm not being... Well, I guess I don't know that I'm not being tested, but... 
in the width and breadth of human existence, I imagine there are more than just the four of us. Admittedly, you've, you all have seen the Watchtowers with all but sorts of other are. names on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Yeah, so... So, then... Why the four of us? And what are we to make of it? That I don't know, but I am hoping to figure it out. Um, I'm hoping that if I keep pulling and prodding at the threads, I can find the one that will take me where we're meant to go. And I might be able to help you with the lightning spirit. I don't know what it wants either, but I can let you know what your next step should be. Much as I gripe about the acanthus, <laughs> serendipity is the best spell. It's really uh, good, yeah. Uh, what do we do next? Uh, what do we do? Well, I don't know, but... Um, it's like super common sense. We should sense. do this. Yeah. Don't know why, but I really, like, start there. So, I'm going to do that. Let me find it. Well, you rode alongside me as I uh, sort of challenged the world a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, of the f of the three of you. I'm certainly likely to continue to work alongside you. I'm willing to see what everyone else can offer, I guess. Sure. See where I'm we not, can go, what we can do. I'm not close-minded. I just think that you are Perhaps, well, don't take this the wrong way, but perhaps the most easy to read. Sure. <laughs> okay, uh, looking at this, does it only apply to the mage? That is uh, poor <laughs> writing. Or can you cast in, it on Chewy. someone else, yeah? Right, you can totally cast it on somebody else. Uh, okay. Technically, uh, the subject knows. Yeah. And of course, if we don't have the rote, we'd be using creative thaumaturgy. So we wouldn't be subject yeah. to the restrictions of the description in the rote. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go for the one that gives you the skill bonus. I'm just going to give you an omen. Mm -hmm. Um. So, do you need duration? It's just a thing that you know right now, right? Uh, yes. I'm 90% sure. Yeah, the duration would apply to yeah, if just, you are get, buffing the skill rolls. Just get a knowledge. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we only need the one reach, then. Yep. For, for instant, walk over and touch. And touch. Uh, Isabel. Yep. For Yantra. Here's, oh here's, here's a fun one. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you're casting on on Isabel, so pluck a hair. <laughs> I had a um. Oh, I had a, a pendulum. As a, a trying to a pendulum as a oh, trying pen- to know which way to go. Mm-hmm. Yantra, that was my go-to for that one. Let's see yeah. which way it will pull you. Yeah, you a plus one. I mean, you have two yantras if you want. Yeah, if you <laughs> want to take the that the one whopping extra, or that three extra <laughs> seconds for yeah. a second one. Yeah, I like that. Pull a hair. Yeah, especially since I just like kind of cast some shade, you just like yank a hair out real yeah. fast. <laughs> That's good. Do Five. Two successes. Nice. There you go. So uh, technically would have been six. Um, mm-hmm. it, because the uh, material yantra, a piece of Isabel, is actually a plus two. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, regardless. Regardless, you got the successes. Now here's the question. Mm-hmm. Because you're the one casting. What hang on, pull up the spell, just use that as our, our um, the stated objective is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what stated objective does uh, Isabel get? Because you could, you know, it, it's you're the one casting, so you're giving Isabel the this glimpse. Uh, I'm doing what I said I would, uh, trying to get you the first step on the path towards whatever Alphoth wants. Okay, yeah, that's what I figured, but. Uh, it was a moment of, you know... Like, oh, I you could, could screw be- with you and give you an actual different omen, but right. I'm, I'm not. Yep. Uh, well, and it's also just, it's filtered through your perception of what mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. think I want and what you think came up with the situation. And stuff like that, yep. so. Uh, yeah, so in this particular case, uh, uh, Isabel, you have this vision, I think, of... Uh, yeah, I think you see Ganem sitting at a table and tucking in uh, a napkin and pu- holding fork and knife. For us, this would be comical and cartoonish and we recognize it. And though comics actually existed back then in like the like cartoonish kind mm-hmm. of little stylized mm-hmm. drawings and all that. But, you know, and sitting down with a big steak on a plate and then it's gone. So do I see this or does Isabel? Just me? Okay. Unless you included yourself. Yeah, right. no. And in my head, especially with Isabel having no fate like mm-hmm. connotations or anything, this is probably like a passing little image in your mind and then it's gone of like, wait, what the hell was that? Feed him. <laughs> Intrusive right. thoughts. So yeah, cool. that's whatever you got from that step one towards sky. I'll powers? do my I don't best know. with that. No one said it was precise. <laughs> yeah, no, I I get that. Acanthus, the opposite of precise. <laughs> we'll get there eventually, somehow, in whatever way we are supposed to. When the time is right. Yeah. 
right now, my main concern is fixing whatever is wrong with my family. Mm -hmm. Because it's something. I can see something. Um, And if there's there's any way that I can help, feel free to ask. We can look into it together. Beyond that, I really want to know. There's something else around that's weird and wrong. And we haven't found it. And I don't know where to start looking for it. Well, I can find out, I suppose. Um, And then... Whatever... The fancy people are doing with the telescopes. Question, do you say the Royal Society or the fancy people? The The fancy people. Alright. I'm intrigued. I do know the first step figuring that out. It is get close to Mortimer. Get him to teach show. So, working on it. Cool. We should, uh, like, take a look at sort of the storm, like, hopefully fading by this point. (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just gonna sort of make a run for it. Slip and slide. Because my horse can stay here overnight and come get him in the morning. Yep. Or when this is over. Yeah, you might have to argue with some stable hands about whether or mm-hmm. not it's actually your horse, but... Right. Okay. Cool. You guys head to your various homes, because, I mean, Isabel has to head into town, too. Is Isabel heading into town? I think she falls asleep next to her horse. Oh. <laughs> it's not a bad one. It's warm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Warm cozy and stuff like that. Um, cool. In that case, jumping over real quick to uh, Cloak and Theo, who had been in the cave. Um, yes, indeed. Were you guys... Uh, was there any last little thoughts? Because uh, when we last left, Cloak had stepped out of the dreams, and Theo yeah. was kind of just in them. Alone in your own head, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So does anything happen after Cloak leaves? Um, yeah, your dreams kind of step back into normal kind of progress and just flowing thoughts and you know the, the nature of dreams naturally just this flowing into this thing and you know for the first time in Theo's life a she's awake for these she's you know mm-hmm. still meditating can still feel herself breathing and like is semi aware of the 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 cave the mine uh, probably cloak moving um, but you know. Cook sitting there, not to disturb her. Cool. Um, and, you know, but, you know, it's just dreams. And again, this isn't the Oniros, so a lot of that stuff uh, isn't, you know, isn't accessible. Um, but it is, you know, a shifting landscape of, you know, dreams that, you know, you have fairly active control or can attempt control over. So, 
Luke talked about um, that there was an entity here. And I saw stuff happen that I didn't make happen. And he didn't make happen. So I'm going to call it hello. Cool. Um, and you find yourself uh, standing in... Uh, yeah, in, in front of... Uh, in front of the Bower House. Like, your hand coming down, you don't quite remember when you knocked. The sound of, like, footsteps inside. I'll knock on the door. Yep. And door opens, and it's yeah, Gisela. And, uh, Gisela, Ash, if you want to take over playing as <laughs> Dream Gisela, feel free. You have a little bit of, you know, kind of narrative license here. I don't know what we're doing here. Whatever, it's a dream. Hello, um, yeah. Hi. And feels like looking around. What are you doing here? This is my house. <laughs> Would you like to come in? Sure. This is not what I was expecting. As you are walking into the house, uh, yeah, this is this is not the inside of uh, you know Gisela's house. Uh, you step inside and you are in uh, the the general store. And you, know, uh, Anastasio, is you know kind of moving about. And Theo, hello. Hi. Uh, without dragging this out too too much, like it's just this, not like you're just kind of stumbling through town and the people that you know in it, and just kind of interacting with them in this very non sequitur, possibly disconcerting because, like in a, in a normal dream, you just you're on board for whatever is happening, but yeah. for now, um, you know, and very aware that you are dreaming. This is kind of you know, wacky. But yeah, for the moment, yeah, you guys are in the general store. But something threw up that wall. Mm-hmm. Definitely seemed that way based on how Cloak reacted afterwards. Okay, so maybe it doesn't want to talk to me. Or do I have to... Hmm. I talked about it like it was a spirit, and Cloak honors the spirits a lot, so maybe that's what it is. That's probably going to be a riddle for another time. And uh, like, uh, just to remind you, if you want to try and grab hold of the reins here, you can roll Resolve plus Composure and see if you can kind of force something to happen. I will. just give it a shot. <laughs> Is that like Resolve a general and- roll for lucid dreaming? I was looking through both the, the core book and the two ebook, and they're like, yeah, lucid dreaming, and you have act- you're able to actively participate and you know kind of control to some extent your dreams i'm like cool how and they're like you just can and i'm like you just do it i okay Fingers uh, so yeah it's expected yeah yep um yeah but yeah so uh you kind of grab hold of the the metaphorical reins and kind of like i'm you know for for my sake, um, and you can feel free to tweet this, but I'm imagining like Theo's like, and then I turn around and I see them coming in the door, you know, kind of thing of trying to 
you know, use the to, to use you know the TTRPG aspect of that GM control that a player might take. Um, I was thinking more like Theo turns around and she's in the middle of an open prairie, no sure. distractions. There's nothing around, mm. and um, is somebody standing there? Um, yes and no. There is the wide open prairie, and compared to you know outside where you've got the storm raging. Sun is bright, it's noon, there's no shadows, you know, you've got grass moving and swaying, a couple animals in the distance and stuff like that, but they feel like set dressing, like Mm -hmm. not even that they're real. And there is just this subtle shift and warp of light about, you know, six feet in front of you. Um, It doesn't have a, a stable shape but it's just, you know, looking through warped glass or through very clear water and just distorting stuff. And so there's something there. It's a COVID compliant Damon. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Can you hear me? You Is feel, true? you feel, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a Drew pause. Uh, you feel a sense of welcome. You're, you're here on the prairie, but man, it's home sweet home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm remembering what Cloak said. I'm calling it Cloak, but you should be sorry. That's cool. I want to thank you. Um, for bringing me back, I guess. The, yeah, just roaring laughter worth of amusement just kind of <laughs> running through you where, like, I think you probably laugh yourself. Yeah, um, like, because I don't really, what the, like, I, I feel a sense of gratitude, but I don't know what exactly I'm thanking them for, so I'm, like, picking something. (laughs) How... How how can I see you? How can I hear you better? Can you tell me or guide me? So I'm realizing that your daemon probably has no idea either. Um, yeah, I, I think the it's just a mirrored sense of curiosity and being quizzical, you know, this, you know, alien right on the other side who's like, I would like to talk to you, too. I don't know how to do it, though. Uh, you know, <laughs> sending these kind Morse of codes. Yeah. These odd little messages back and forth as you guys are trying to communicate across this barrier. Um, I guess I'll do some thinking and I'll come back. That that same sense of, you know, like welcome and, and comfort here. And then a the bittersweet sensation of like, you know, a farewell and you're not sure when you'll see them again. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up, your eyes just kind of open. 
And Cloak is there kneeling. Yeah, from same posture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With uh, his hands on the side of your face, gripping the chain. Right. You've returned. I have. What did you All see? Right. I need you to make a wits plus composure roll. Who? Uh, Craig. Theo. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. You 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 are fairly certain that you have actually woken up. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, right. We have some inception level shit there was, going on here. Uh, if yeah. you rolled a fail, <laughs> you were definitely going to be in this wait. Hang on. Yeah, is this you? really... Yep. Yeah. Try and turn him into a squirrel or something. <laughs> um, Spin the top. Why, why are you looking at me so weird? I'm trying to turn yeah. you into a squirrel and it's not yeah. working. <laughs> uh... I don't know what that was, but thank you for the new experience. <laughs> You're welcome. There was a presence there that wasn't me and wasn't you. But we couldn't it. communicate. Mm. I could feel it and I could get feelings and sort of emotional responses, but couldn't. I couldn't see clearly and we couldn't communicate. Is that the Loa you were? Well, in Vodou, we would describe that as your metet. And metet. young or new initiates are less able to talk to them than in Ungan. Or someone who's gone through the rites and been mounted by the Loa more frequently, more in touch with how they communicate and what they want for you. It's also possible that it is something slightly different, because as I've mentioned, I have to accept that Although I interpret things through the lens of my past experience and my orientation to God and religion, what I do, my understanding of the interior of a mind, might not be explained entirely through just what I know from Vodou. And we've already established that we perceive this world around us in different ways so it might work differently for me than you it might but it still it still gives me a place to start it does what I do trust is that any denizen any resident any thing entity being or small god living in your own mind that would react the way it did to me when I was trying to help you, suggest to me that it is trying to protect you. And so I encourage you to spend as much time as you can, at least just being around it, so that you can feel that protective essence. You can maybe find some way to understand it better, so that you can figure out a shared language in the way that we all in this town have figured out how to talk to each other 
Hmm. Good point. Well, this evening has certainly given me a lot to think about. I, uh... Unless there's something else you wanted to discuss, I do think I should be getting back, though. Or Catherine will start to be, uh... Concerned. Makes sense. With your permission, I would offer to escort you home. Very well. I'll accept that. All right. The cloak uh, goes around the corner to find, like, the thick um, raincoats that the miners use. Mm -hmm. And uh, brings two back, offering one to Theo. I think Theo has one. Yeah, Theo's yeah, got a sticker. Just, you know, <laughs> just uh, in case she would like some additional rain protection. She came and found, like, sodden. But it's up to her. And he extends it and says, if you'd like to be at least a little more dry when you get home. Um, sure, I'll accept it and just, like, wear it like a poncho. Yeah, makes sense. And so he Cloak leads Theo out of the mines. Go ahead. Theo's going to say something. So. Yeah. And just like when we do get back to camp, I'll make a point of introducing um, Mr. Broussard to Catherine. Again. Just to, you know, assuage her. You know, mm. oh, he's fine. I'm fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Even though he was uh, walking in a storm with me in the dead of night. It's all good. <laughs> Everything's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's right. <sighs> and he is um, just as polite as you would expect. And says, uh, thank you for your company and for treating me with kindness and respect. Uh, feels weird saying this, but you're welcome. I just, it's how I try to treat people. There's far too little kindness and respect in the world, I find. I, agree. I try to do my part to, to ease that balance a little. Perhaps if others did as you did, we might have a better place where no one had to live in chains. We can hope. And so he nods and uh, bows to both of you. And then he leaves. Okay. Catherine kind of looks over at you and says, Did you learn anything? He uh, practices something called voodoo, which is very similar to, in some ways, kind of the stuff my mother used to do. So talking to him gave me a different perspective on the things that I know. I, and I kind of wonder if it's the same thing deep down. And I think for Catherine, you know, all this stuff is way over her head, right? Mm -hmm. You know, she I, even before your awakening, she wasn't involved in anything supernatural, paranormal, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, well, if this is if this is if this is your hobby, I'll support it. Uh, <laughs> and Catherine wasn't around before the awakening. No. Catherine is how long in? A relationship with Theo? Uh, I, I want to say a couple years, but I have it in Conca. Right. 
Kanka. Go check out Kanka. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so you guys have a little chit chat. Um, and, you know, Catherine is, I don't think necessarily interested so much as, you know, being supported and like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's interesting. You know, uh, I don't know how much you actually share with her because at this point, two years. Um, so yeah, at this point, I think with, with Catherine, like you've already established, there's a lot of stuff you can even tell her about and it just. And, and probably at least one incident where I showed her shit and led to like unhappy times for a while until she forgot mm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she has a completely different memory. Uh, which actually is a question. Did you talk to her about the memory and how false it was and kind of walk her through uh, until she remembered again? Given the strength of her reaction, like when Theo showed her a ghost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, the violence of that reaction, not necessarily that she was violent, but it's massive mm-hmm. impact on Intense. her. She would have been a lot more circumspect and cautious about exploring it once the the memory seemed to fade. So she wouldn't have hammered it in or anything like that. Okay, yeah. Because I, I was wondering if Theo at least had the idea and understood quiescence a little bit more than anybody else might have. Like, oh, you can totally re- remind them about the time you showed the magic and it's bad all over again. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, honey, I got into bowling. again. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, and then uh, Cloak on your way back up. Jean-Paul, is there any uh, any you know stops or visits or anything like that along the way other than check in and make sure all the dogs are under porches and stuff like that? Yeah, he's definitely doing that. The storm is raging, right? So he's making sure the mm-hmm. animals are okay, listening for any horses that need to be reassured. Um, mm-hmm. Any anybody's stuck out, right? I doubt that at this point, you know, there are people who don't have homes to live in, but it's a possibility. Right. Um, anyone who's drunk and uh, who's exposed to the elements. That kind of thing. Uh Um, And then, of course, you know, uh, anyone who... Well, as I mentioned before, right, in his past experience before becoming initiated as Noongan, right, he did a bunch of, you know, shady shit to reinforce the oppressive government in Haiti. So, uh, under the cloak of night, when there's a rainstorm, it's the best time to go around and bother somebody, right? If you want to disappear somebody or you want to sneak into their house... So um, this storm feels uh, familiar to him. And so mm-hmm. he's, you know, an experienced predator looking for predators. So sure. if anybody's roaming around the town, he would like, you know, stroll through just like a patrol, basically. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, it like you said, small town, everybody kind of knows everybody. And we're not at that point where there are people in need. And so nobody's really forced into that. There's occasionally, you know, definitely theft that happens in town, but it's usually more of the envious nature. Um, that makes sense. No, yeah, envious. Um, one of these days, I'll be right on those terms and not second guess <laughs> myself. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, for the most part, yeah, that that walk through, no, no trouble or anything like that. I'm sure, like, especially considering the background. There's that eye for like any of Enright's guys, especially the ones yeah. that work close with Ike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, you do your patrol under your you know raincoat and don't see anything. I think you may see, uh, you know, uh, Gisela coming down through the rain um, and making it making it back home and stuff like that. 
you know, moment of, you know, mat, uh, meeting eyes and then, you know, Gisela kind of steps into her house, which is there anything Gisela is doing before like wet, wet, probably dry off and then bed. Uh, I did have an idea actually, mm -hmm. like mentioning it before that I'm like, I want to look into whatever the dangerous, weird magic that oh, I thought was the prime, right? That no one seems to know anything about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, she's like, well, I don't know where to start. So, well, I might know where to start. So I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to cast Serendipity, I want to up the potency, okay, yeah, because I want the duration, I want the the time bonus. Oh, because you're going to take that reach option? Yeah. Uh, so. Three reach? Three reach, yeah. And for Yantra's, um, I can have two. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to, uh, I want to like sort of sketch out, I guess a map of the town. I want to know like where, I, what I'm reaching for, what I'm trying to find is where I should go. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's what it's going to give me, but that's in my head what I want. Sure. So I've drawn like a little rough sketch of the town and I've got my pendulum. Okay. Does that count as one or two? Um, well, Depends, because uh, you could use a sword for two yantras if you look at it as a weapon, but also turn it around and so now it's a rod. Um, so you can use things multiple ways. So mm -hmm. if you're using each of them separately, um, the map is probably a plus one. So if mm -hmm. you want to use both of them as you know this one and then that one, each separate in it, in its own turn, yeah, that'd be plus two total. Okay, so. What is this number? Three minus one. One, four? Math fail. I think that's four. Four. Four, yeah. Oh, and overreaching a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, throw that one out. Cool. Okay. One success. Cool. Uh, and your stated objective is... Um, I want to know, I mean, the end goal is to find out what that thing I felt was. I want to know where I should start looking. Okay, cool. Because no one else seems to know either. Right. Um, so the next step that you have, like, and the, the sensation that you feel is, uh, the next step. They don't want to jump any steps. But yeah, the first step. Right. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Um, uh, I think is. Hmm. What do you see? Um, yeah. Um, you are. You get a little vision of yourself sitting like under, you know, next to a candle. It's dark. Can't even see your surroundings and stuff. And you're reading intently on a, a large hardbound book. Okay. You recognize the I, book. Do I recognize it? Hmm. What is it? It's the book that the notes. Rilla, Rilla had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Done, done, done. Oh my God. The Royal Society is up to ma some magical They're bullshit. Who would have ever guessed? Okay. Right, well, that's good. Um, and I wanted to, because like, I'm 
I was kind of hoping that it would fail so I could keep trying and like have to burn mana to get rid of Paradox. Sure. Because I want to scour, but I don't know how it would like... Like, can you feel that you're running out of mana? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so the deal is like, she's feeling tapped. Mm-hmm. Like, how, much, how much mana do you have? I've got three. Okay, well, you can oh, mark yeah. off one to say that you use it there to fight off Paradox. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to intentionally, you know, just drain yourself. I love the, I, I love the narrative of it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, you can definitely do that. Uh, but yeah, you can definitely feel like, yeah, your reserves are definitely getting low. Especially, it might be one of those things, like, the difference between 10 mana and 9 mana, eh, who knows. But you were at, like, 10 mana literally three days ago. Yeah. Now and you're now down to almost two. Gone. Right. And it's like, ooh, hang on. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I wanted to... I guess try to recharge. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm not sure how you figure that out. Sure. Well, uh, let's let's kind of talk that up narratively. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see where we end up. Uh, so back home, you know, little living room space, you know, before, you know, going into bed. Hello. Hello, Furball. Yes, lay down. <laughs> that was such a cool part, boy. Um, you, uh, you know, are feeling that, you know, uh, you know, drain, do you start looking for something to fill it? Do you kind of turn inward on it? Yeah, I was going to I guess try to trade physical strength for like this emotional fatigue I have. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I, um, I get where you're going with that. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, and for me, Everybody can, well, mages, understand that everything is patterns, capital P, uh, you know, and this pattern, that pattern, and it reflects stuff and, you know, already can tell, like, I can see the fate side of somebody's pattern or the time part of somebody's pattern. Everybody's got their various arcana and like, oh, yeah, if I had all the arcana, which in my head, I imagine that the four of you probably are still trying to figure out what arcana what they are is there yeah. right uh which i think uh gizla probably has the most uh clue just because she's the one picking up all the stuff from her mage site uh the passive mage site um but yeah looking at kind of your own pattern and seeing that it is empty of mana mm-hmm. or nearly so and then like okay what can i you know kind of flex those mage muscles and drive a portion of your pattern and like, well, I should just be able to put this back in there. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Um, so scouring, I got to go look that up because it's been a bit. Since How many mana does it get you? <laughs> Thought it was one. Three. <laughs> Three. <laughs> just don't worry yourselves. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll bring this up when it's time to give out beats at the end of the session. <laughs> no, yeah, um, I, um, yeah, the reason I really wanted to sort of run out because I thought that would help really trigger it is like, oh, now you are exhausted. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this is close enough. It works. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, in this particular case, um, uh, da, 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 da. Um. Oh right. 
I was like, I thought you could do two different things. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And yeah, it is your physical form. So here's the question. Do you, you know, reduce your self um, in terms of your attributes or do you destroy your body, if that makes sense? I think... What, what do you think her natural inclination ends up leaning towards? I'm trying to think of the stories that have her like raised on, basically. Sure. And uh, if any of them feature like blood magic, mm-hmm. I feel like probably. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she'd probably go for try that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and I, and, you know, I'm I'm not into any kind of like self harm. Please, if you have any kind of that inklings, okay. talk to somebody. Um. But yeah, I think this is like. A little, you know, twist of your ankle that you had walking, you know, a while ago, and all of a sudden it just gets more inflamed, and just mm-hmm. like that that spot of weakness that you already had just kind of doubles up, and now like your leg is immensely like bruised. You can see, you know, in the kind of low light and stuff like that, some like purple bruises on your, you know, ankle and and your know, calf and stuff like that, which you know. You know, oh yeah, as you take the boot off, it's like, oh, oh wow, wow. But you also notice, ooh, but hang on, I have I have more mana now. And that definite like disconcerting realization of I could like really mess myself up with this if I overdo it. Yeah. Um like no. in a pinch you could you could do this, but probably shouldn't. Yep. And that's a it's a resistant is a resistant lethal lethal wound. wound, yeah. Two days. Two days. Magic ain't speeding it up. No. Not that any of us have magic to speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get three mana back. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. Now I got five. <laughs> Yay. Halfway so... there. De- definitely need to have a conversation with somebody about okay let's do this so we're not beat up for two days straight yeah there should be a better way this is a way but yeah cool um, and then I think we roll into Monday well mm-hmm. there was something else Cloak wanted to do that night absolutely yeah cool so while mentioning his past experience during the patrol I was leading to him deciding that that night after figuring out that he really can enter people's dreams that um considering he's direct he's going to try to invade more and more dreams somebody else's dreams to figure out what's going sure. on with that experiment so uh what he'd like to do is start walking towards the the inright estate or where mm-hmm. he imagines um they might be staying i think that's where they oh wait are they staying in the tavern no, they're they're staying at the they're estate. Still staying, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's going to walk to the estate, and cool. as he's going there, right, he's going to get to a point where he's overlooking it, and he's going to focus on uh, his memories of being in the shadows and coming upon people, and try and harness um, his. He's, what he's going to try and do is turn inwards and try and amplify what he considers to be a mantle. So the, actually, let me let me preface this. So there's a um, 
Aloa called Marinette, which is thought to be like the ascended um, form of a person who died in the Haitian Revolution, a woman who aided in it and she was tortured and things like that. So anyway, she's one of the Aloa who's a little bit more, you know, hot, right? Rageful. Um, so the heir of menace that the members of the mystery cult have, he's going to try and amplify that so that it keeps people away for That's how he's thinking of it. So I want to cast an improvised uh, spell, the practice of veiling, basically incognito presence. And Cloak's mm-hmm. going to attempt to push out this field such that people will ignore what he's doing. Sure. If that sounds uh, good to you. Mechanically, is there a difference between this and incognito presence? No. Okay. Just because I don't have the rote. Got to describe it differently. Eh, I don't have to, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm on, totally on board for this. All right, cool. All right, pull that over. All right, cool. For this, I will need to reach for instant cast and advanced duration. Mm-hmm. And I have two. I know this is one, two, and he is going to increase the. Oh, jeez, dang it! All right, um, I'm gonna new plan. Yeah, new plan. What I'm gonna do is we're gonna do three reach. Uh, one for instant cast, one for advanced duration, and one for swapping the primary factor. Okay. And then I'm going to increase the potency by two levels. From the two, that'd be, because I have two mind, up to four. Um, I'm Sorry, trying to figure out where you're where you're going with this with the potency. Well, an incognito presence has a withstand, which is resolve. So you need to get it high enough such that it actually works on people. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Right? So my mm-hmm. default potency would be two with mine two. Mm-hmm. So uh, if anyone has a resolve of two or higher with a potency right. of two, they see me. Mm-hmm. Which, um, hey guys, guess what? It's uh, been 166 episodes, and I'm just now noticing that Incognito Presence has a withstand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, that's what prevents it from being fully exploitable. So super completely yeah. OP through the past, uh, yeah. Uh, if you've watched the yeah. Mercury campaign, hey, whoops. <laughs> Don't blame me. You know, I haven't read a single damn mind spell. Yep. We're always learning. <laughs> we are always learning. Yeah. All right. So yep, right there. So it's right there. On the right tin. there on the tin. Yep. Please continue, Ralph. This makes so much more sense now. <laughs> All right. Cool. Now, now I understand why you're like, why are you doing that? <laughs> why are you putting potency on that thing? Just throw more duration on it. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Okay. So um, I'm going to take a minus four penalty to get it up to a... Um, Total potency of four. Okay. And I'm just going to take the scene. 
No, increase the scale. So let's see. Um, uh, oh, okay. So this is what he wants to do. Right now, he's going to concentrate on this spell. He's not actually, he wants to get there. So two mm -hmm. Yantras are going to be concentration and then mm -hmm. the Asun. Um, and the reason why I'm doing this is I know with the concentration Yantra that if you take any action other than a reflexive action, that the spell dissipates. Mm -hmm. So he's going to try and maintain this um, as he approaches to try and figure out where more and more he is. And then when necessary, depending on the circumstances, he might drop it. We'll see what happens. He might leave. Who knows? But for now, he's focusing on trying to make sure that he keeps people away. Sure. So that makes a plus three bonus from Yantras. And then he's going to spend right. a willpower. Ooh. So that's going to be six, two, five dice. Uh, you do not have two free reach. Oh, that's right. I only have one. I'm sorry. And so cool. Good. So two dice. I, I made a mistake there. I'll redo it. No, you don't need to redo it. Just make sure okay. we're all on the same page. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Are you yeah, spending mana on the paradox? Hmm. You know how Cloak feels about that. Triumph through adversity. Mm -mm. Uh, so just yeah, cool. okay. Yep. Here we go. Nothing. Nope, nope. Keep going. Yep. How about that? Don't be afraid of paradox, kids. It's fine. Oh, yeah. It's totally fine. <laughs> That's a Faustian bargain if ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> well, he it's did fine go through until it's not. <laughs> Demons. Um, yep. I mean, how else will you know what could happen? Exactly. Yes. There's so you many know. arcane beats, guys. Just let oh, the yeah, paradox happen. There's so many arcane beats for you over here. All right. So five dice. We're going to roll it. Take a chance here. Oop. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> Four successes. Excellent. Just and shy so, of that exceptional. Yep. Oh, and cool. do spend a mana on, on it because it is... Oh, yeah, that's right. Thank you. It is yep. yep. Mm -hmm. That's cost of mana for the activation. So, for the next scene, Cloak is walking around concentrating on keeping up. In his mind, it's it's amplifying Marinette's mantle. Mm -hmm. So, the, he knows just, that You don't want to look at me. Yeah. If you yes, don't want to exactly. look at me, you don't want to fuck with me. Yep. Yep. And uh, in like a messy ghost way, it would be like reinforcing a boundary, right? Like, I am not something you see. You can't connect with me. That kind of thing. Keep your attention away. Yep. Like it. Cool. All right. So um, then he'll approach the estate. Cool. And After that's where we'll take this. our break. Sounds good to me. Because... Um, I love playing and running tabletop RPGs because people do stuff like this. We're going to go, oh, yeah, that's definitely a thing you can do. <laughs> Wasn't prepared for it. Uh, <laughs> um, I like it. Uh, yeah, I was fully expecting, you know. Dodge uh, weave. Dodge weave. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is great. Uh, and this is, uh, you know, this is right about our break time anyways. So yeah, something, something John Cena. Correct. Yes. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, wait, that's our signal. For that's our signal. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Um, Can't be so, doing it. Uh, yes, for those of you at home, behold the Ziggy Cat. Um, a baby. We are going to go baby. take a quick break. Um, this is when you should also take a break. Stand up, move around, get something to drink, go to the bathroom, all that kind of stuff. Um, go check in on your loved ones and make sure that they didn't spontaneously immolate. These things mm -hmm. happen. Um, we'll be right back. So... Ralph, spell Alrighty. goes off, and you approach yes. in right manner. So, yeah. So, Cloak was standing on a little, you know, hill overlooking or right below, you know, looking up at in right manner. 
and there was a lot of rain falling down around him, and he created for himself, you know, um, a mantle that would protect him from prying eyes and attention. So uh, Perry in the Twitch chat suggested that Cloak's nickname should be Cloak of Night. Well, I'm wondering if anybody paid attention to the full honorific Ungan <laughs> title that Cloak has mm-hmm. that I originally gave him, or maybe it was in Kanka, because I was hoping for a moment like this where he could create for himself a Cloak of Shadows in the Falling Rain, which is his full name. So that's what just happened. We had to see. I was hoping for <laughs> Yeah. All right. So it's in Kanka, y'all. So, yeah, let's head into the manor. Cool. Uh, roll stealth checks. Lol. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, that is the skill. It it is the skill. Uh, but notably, uh, because of uh, incognito presence, yeah. only care. No if, one's looking at. Yeah. Uh, if somebody uh, has for resolve, um, and at which point, well, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, is cloak just walking in with like total confidence? Uh, yeah. You know, and just like I own the place, and just walking, or are you actually also trying to keep a low profile? He's walking in confident, the way he would when he was, you know, actually um, going to abduct somebody. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like uh, this is it. You you cannot escape that kind right. of thing. So. The Terminator. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so yeah, uh, there's you know no cards. Uh, you know, this is not the you know bad guy from a cowboy movie, you know, with a bunch of yeah. guys staying up in the middle of the night for no reason in a storm to keep an eye out. Nah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, Lights are, on, things like that. Sentries. Yeah. No, definitely not. The The house is dark. Um, you know, there's, you know, uh, a little bit of light coming from because the, the storm mm. is overhead and it's got things pretty well concealed, but there is a full moon that kind of peeks through here and there. Um and, but yeah, for the most part, you're just kind of relying on natural night sight kind of stuff. Excellent, cool. And, so then, uh, um, he w- he would be willing to. We of course don't have to um, make this happen. It doesn't have to take a long time for this part. But um, he he would of course be willing to to scout around the periphery if necessary. If there if it's like one story or something. Mm-hmm. Um, if if there's a way to look in the rooms before actually gotcha. penetrating the house. Uh, which actually, thank you, because that does remind me, because we haven't talked about this. No, this is this is a big house. This is a three-story building. Okay, uh, gotcha. Right. This is, um, you know, the other uh, buildings in town, a lot of them hit two stories. This one is definitely, between it being up the hill from the town and the fact that it's three stories, it definitely kind of gives that Fort Castle vibe. Um, mm. From your various interactions with Enright, the the few times that you have been in, uh, especially like when you guys first arrived in the whole maroons and you're like, we need to discuss this. He brought you into the home. The first level is basically, you know, uh, your living room, entertaining, dining room, kitchen, servant quarters kind of stuff. The second level up is, um, uh, the, I would guess basically the guest quarters, as well as like uh, they have a small library um, that is not usable, but um, the books are available for borrowing. I would imagine that Gisela has borrowed quite a few books um, uh, because she's totally not sleepy. Uh, the snow- 
Belle and get there eventually. <laughs> I'm gonna go through all the princesses. Um, but um, and you know, uh, but the third level is where the um, where Ike and uh, Warner live, as well as uh, a couple of the like retainer type of staff, um, as well. So you know he's uh, and right. Or excuse me. Uh, man, I got too many names. Mortimer is somewhere either on the second or third floor. Hmm. Okay, cool. Great. Head to the second. Yeah, quick walk around. Uh, yeah, you have to check a couple doors. Um, there's, you know, one poor, you know, schmuck who actually wakes up uh, or mm-hmm. is already awake due to the storm and watches their door open. Sees nobody and the door shuts again, and you definitely hear a <laughs> like whispered, What? <laughs> just like, and just you know, so somebody sitting, you know, sitting there, you know, maybe near a window or whatever, just you know, can't sleep. But uh, mm-hmm. door open, door close, okay, <laughs> and you know, leaves. So, uh, Cloak probably puts a little. Hmm. Okay, that may mm-hmm. that may start some rumors, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, eventually make your way up to the third floor. You know, you know very easily just on that third floor off of the landing. Ah, that's the long hallway towards one set of double. Well, not double doors, but a you know door that's probably the the master. So let's start over on this other side. And yeah, you find uh, Rilla. Uh, Rilla's room, and then you find the room that Mortimer and uh, Jules are using. Okay, gotcha. And both with little separate beds and stuff like that. Fantastic. Are they asleep? They are. Great. Uh, okay. Well, backtracking a little bit, Rilla is not, but. Okay, cool. So, but um, Mortimer and um, what's his name? What's his name? Jules. Assistant. Jules, thank you. You just said Mortimer and Jules are asleep. Okay, so Cloak is a choice. Right. Um, he's patient, though. Like I said, Cloak is patient. He's direct, but he's patient, right? So let's see. He notices that people will, well, recognizing that somebody responded to the door opening. Mm-hmm. He's perceiving that um, what he just did will prevent people from perhaps noticing him, but not noticing everything that happens when he's there. Mm-hmm. So... Hmm. He's considering whether or not he's going to take something. But he um, doesn't really want to steal other than somebody's thoughts. So... We're asleep. All right. Now that he knows where they are sleeping, mm-hmm. he's going to plan to come back another okay. time. Okay. Yep. Have that experiment done. I can definitely walk around this place and nobody notices me. Unless exactly. I touch stuff or, yeah. Cool. Yep. He's confirmed for himself that he can do this, and mm-hmm. he's gotten some information as he did this. So sure. Uh, and yeah, not picking up anything, just kind of making your way back out and leaving behind a little the house is haunted uh, tale yep. or something. <laughs> uh, now, here's the question: definitely ghosts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what does what does you know Jean Paul think about that? Uh, the fact that he's leaving 
somebody who has seen something. Hmm. Gotcha. Well. Hmm. Oh, you know what? The way John Paul is thinking of it is that people don't want to look or do anything. That they're averse, right? So that guy mm-hmm. looks scared and confused that the door is opening, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So Jean Paul isn't interpreting it as though um, the guy doesn't see him, mm-hmm. and he sees the door, right? He sees sure. it as the guy noticed something, and he's feeling afraid. But that's how he responded to it. Like, the mm-hmm. fact that he didn't respond to it opening is not inconsistent with the group of effects he wanted. Gotcha. Right? Because he's not thinking of it as invisibility. He's thinking of it mm-hmm. as this mantle of, you don't say anything, you don't do anything with me, you leave me alone. Right. And so if the guy is, like, kind of, like, wide-eyed <laughs> that the door opens and he doesn't do anything, that's going to validate his expectations. So he wouldn't he wouldn't react to that very much. He'd be like, so what? Gotcha working as intended yeah. yes exactly right because he's not thinking of it as some weird arcane experience for that person that he's going to need to to deal with later cool all right yeah and make your way back to the barracks and mm-hmm. uh, rest up for uh the the mining tomorrow though yeah i guess uh jean paul doesn't partake directly uh but it is going to be a big day because apparently lamps are going to be installed so that's right we make he it to help to- oversee that Yep. So we make it to Monday. Uh um, You know, sun rises on a muddy and, you know, it's a nice bright day. Um, and you've got the, the shimmer of, you know, drying water on dirt. Uh, grass looks bright and green. Uh, very refreshing cleansing rain. But yeah, there's mud everywhere and everybody knows it bring out the second best boots um yeah uh yeah so we pick up with monday everybody has jobs of some form to do uh some are full-time jobs some are make work and you know whatever um are there any plans for the daylight hours i I just realized something i was thinking of but i forgot to mention and i hope this would be an okay small Mm -hmm. retcon um when he entered the house, he would take his boots off. Mm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's just being polite. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I cool. hadn't thought about that, but it, yeah, makes sense. And that definitely could have been an I got you moment, but yeah. All right. Thanks. All right. Uh, no, I think Cynthia was going to be busy all day, like cleaning up the camp and stuff after the rain. And, mm-hmm. Mm find find where the uh you know the water pushed the stools off to or yeah yeah sure. yeah cool um i think uh actually i think we pick up with uh with isabel um and and a a foot nudging your boots <laughs> adds you know uh the uh, the stable guy do they have names yeah absolutely they've got names He's definitely not generating it right now. No. Uh, so, yeah, no. Uh, Spencer, you recognize this guy. Spencer Burns. He's not, like, the head stable guy. There's mm-hmm. not really a level of hierarchy. It's just there's, right. like, three of these guys. A couple of them, yeah. Yep. Uh, and he kind of nudging your boot and looking down. Morning. 
wakes up in just like a fucking f- flurry tirade of Spanish. <laughs> sure, sure. Like, there's a step back. There's the... Actually, we have coffee? I think we have coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And coffee we, takes over the world, especially for the English in like the 1700s. That's right. Yep. Uh, yeah, because oh yeah, because we had it in 1776. Because it's like it's the American drink. Screw tea. Fuck tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so yeah, he's sitting there. He's A little got, bit of propaganda over the years on that one, but sure. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's got you know, uh, you know, he's got you know tin mug, sip, <laughs> looking down. You know, morning gets Spanish in return. Sips, morning. Hmm. Good morning. Why am I doing that with a fake mug? Hang on. You're a real mug. Sip. The straws out of your hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looks looks over at your horse, which, by the way, uh, you you had named previously, um, j- jokingly, but what is the no, name? No, that's of the- that's definitely his name. That's definitely <laughs> like Isabel would, as she starts learning English, she'd find that hilarious. <laughs> and uh, the it's name Jose, of the horse, yeah. Jose the Horse. Yep. With with J's for both. Right. Um, and so, yeah. And looks and, you know, looks, you know, Jose has been, you know, taking care taking of care and of, stuff. Yeah. And then there's this other horse. And Spencer has seen this horse, but yeah. it, like the grin on his face, he's about to give you some shit. Uh, Isabel also would have taken care of. Oh, yeah. 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 Horse yeah after she left. Yeah. Absolutely. Like he didn't he didn't like. Just sit in the middle of this table with his saddle on and cold and wet all night. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good for a horse. Yeah, and I'm sure Gisela, um, Gisela yeah. got involved in that too. Yeah. Right. yeah, once it became clear that he was going to spend the night here. Right. But, um, yeah, Spencer yeah. kind of, you know, hats, you know, the, the Bauer family horse and, you know, says, so, uh, somebody else in there kind of like no. you know, looking at all the other hay and stuff like that <laughs> she thought it was a good idea to leave in the storm I thought a little bit of uh, like pluck a, another thing a little bit of hay in my hair was better than catching my death out there last night mm, yep had a brother lost in pneumonia alright well there's a bucket it's got some water in it still um, <laughs> you know, return the horse and just yeah. walks back out. You like looking around, you can definitely tell some of the morning chores have been taken care of while you slept, and right. people have cleaned up around you. And like <laughs> Jose and the stall you're in is, you know, untidy, and you, you know, right. just, but yeah, everybody else they're like, she, Is she waking up? No, she ain't waking up. All right, well, we're just gonna go through our day. And, yep. <laughs> I wouldn't say that this is a regular occurrence, but this has almost certainly happened before. Right. Yeah. And and between her natural Especially like when she first when she first got here and like just that little bit of like low level life mm-hmm. magic resonance and stuff like that. She just naturally gets along well with like, you know. Yep. Animals livestock. compared to people. Yeah. 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 Well, not even compared to people, because she's good with people, right? Sure. Um, but yeah, I like I like the idea that there's sort of like call them z- zero level attainments of mm-hmm. these little like you know, just things you're naturally sort of you don't even notice you're doing and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, where the world just kind of changes around you too slightly. Yep. 
yeah. long-term um, Nimbus. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's another step above, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, you know, getting getting the, the blankets and the saddles and everything loaded back up on the horse and then walking him down to town. Sure. I'm not going to ride somebody else's horse. Sure. Be uh, impolite. I don't know him or her. <laughs> yep. In my head, his name is Bill. So that's the only name a horse Bill. can have. Yep. <laughs> so, okay. If you don't understand that, get educated. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, but That's my horse I don't know you. Okay. Oh, goddamn. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that that is, I, I think, how we kind of start our day. Is, you know, various, you know, chores and, you know, duties. And, you know, for Gisela, it's to the general store and you know there are people get people who are there regularly that you're you know dealing with and and you know uh doing some various bartering and there's probably some discussion about well no like i i need all four eggs for the the bag of flour and you know some of that other stuff um and uh yeah uh, is there any specific tasks or any things that people are doing during the kind of uh, normal stuff? We also obviously need to <coughs> chat about the uh, uh, the lamps up in the mine, but I was saying anything else that folks are aimed at. Just to put a point, um, Theo's definitely going to be working hard during the day because he's planning on going out again tonight. So being a very attentive partner and doing extra stuff to help out and <laughs> Heck yeah. Getting it so she can get a uh, you know the backdoor pass or whatever. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm mostly just um busy working, filling orders, um, trying to get everything done here that I can. Uh being very attentive to anything that might be coming in from the Royal Society folks. Mm-hmm. Um I'm still trying to use this as my in to like mm-hmm. get a good with them, make good impressions. Yep. Um, especially now that I know what I know and see this like that. Need that book? Need that book? <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, so we pick up actually with the Royal Society, specifically uh, Mortimer, uh, up at the mines with uh, Enright um, and heading to the, the Maroons mine uh, that is at this point probably well in swing, probably from dawn maybe mm-hmm. oh yeah because that, that was the rise with the the sun kind of stuff so mm-hmm. um and they're there with uh oh boy hang on uh this guy monday might mornings not... oh yeah monday mornings let's see Cause... His... i might not have made a character but we're gonna double check um yeah, there he is. Uh, Nantan, um, who is um, uh, the local. Um, he's, uh, he's an Apache, uh, Native American, um, and from like a young age has always been interested in horses, which led to shoeing and, um, oh my gosh, I almost said coopering. That's not it. Um, ferrying. Mm. And then eventually evolved into like actually smithing. Um, and he is the guy who runs the town smithy with a couple uh, apprentices and stuff like that. Though, if any real blacksmith came through, they'd probably have a fit because Nantan's smithing stuff is self-taught. 
um, up from the farrier stuff, but he he's the guy, um, and so he he comes up with uh, Enright and uh, Mortimer and the uh, apprentices who don't have names, uh, <laughs> carrying or pulling a little cartload of these lanterns that have been all kind of set up um, and very carefully with glass that is the big thing that Mortimer brought. Um, those were transported in you know, little satchels. and There's not a ton of these things. Um, the glass is going to be something that they all have to arrange and that's kind of part of the, the conversation. Um, but Enright looks at John Paul and says, um, let us take these to the deepest parts of the mine um, and we'll set those up there because that's where the, the danger of the, the gases are as you know they dig and open new tunnels and things like that. Okay. Before we enter the mine, I must say something to you. He motions to, you know, some maroons moving around, or if there are none at the entrance, right, and they're all deep inside. He would say, um, when we came here from Haiti, it was a place that was new and unfamiliar. And you often need a new home. You need a place that can replace that which you once knew. This mine is more than a source of work and income for us. It is a source of stability and safety. So I ask you to commit to the safety and well-being of the people who work in this mine before you enter. Oh, and you are directing this comment to... To um, anyone who has not entered. He's probably yeah. not directing it to Nantan, but definitely um, uh, Mortimer and any of the others. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, Mortimer nods and, you know, Enright's nodding with him and says, yeah, no, we, this is, you know, the intention of these is to, to make this work safer. Uh, I think Enright even, you know, kind of crosses the, the boundary and kind of reaches over and, you know, hand on your shoulder, you know, very fatherly gesture and says, I feel like you totally missed the point of what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, says, yeah, this is, you know, this is, this is a, this is a place that, you know, we want to be safe for all of you. You know, we're not going to do anything that endangers this place. Okay. Well, <laughs> what I requested was more ceremonial than anything else. So as you enter this place, think of it as a home and not just a work site. Um, Enright looks confused. Mortimer <laughs> looks interested. Um, and Nantan is busy with the apprentices and carefully unloading these uh, lamps and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, uh, Enright confused as uh, absolutely, Jean-Paul. Uh, yes. Thank you. Let us go in. And, uh, and he politely yeah, moves past Enright and then leads them further into the mine. Right. Um, and you guys kind of make your way down to the you know, the depths uh, where of course the sound is kind of echoing up from and uh, you know, begin laying out um, you know plans for where these are gonna go and until you get more how you're gonna kind of leapfrog them forward so these are the deep you know these are the ones that are in the, the deepest parts and stuff like that um, okay that makes sense yep uh, generally speaking that's just it's window dressing for now 
but yeah, mm. it's, you know, that's that's what you guys are up to uh, that morning. Um, over at the general store, Rilla arrives uh, mm-hmm. with jewels and uh, outside a like, I guess basically a yeah, like a cart uh, being pulled by one of the the larger horses that Enright has. You know, a draft horse, right? Not a riding horse. Um, and you know, they kind of stop in, and you know, Rilla is, and well, Rilla's and Jules are both you know full of smiles. Oh, yo, Gisela, we yeah. have come for everything and more. Okay. Um, well, I have everything you requested. Packed up, good to go. Um, I'll start like bringing, I guess, boxes from the back or whatever where I had everything set aside. Right. Directing them to also come grab things, make it go faster if they would like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're on board and, you know, very quickly, long before the invention of it, but they assembly line um, <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, pass stuff out um, and, you know, kind of load stuff up. Um, Rilla, who's, you know, the one inside, um, it definitely makes the uh, comment of, you know, like, well, this is all, you know, and like kind of making comments of the 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 night wrap, nice wrap packages and some of the them like labeled with a little bit of, you know, markings or whatever. So they're easily because I imagine Gizel went full, mm-hmm. you know, gift wrap on this uh and, oh, this is this is convenient and stuff like that uh, and as you are loading stuff up uh makes mention of two things one uh that they're going to have to request some additional uh components and stuff uh so the next time uh a boat comes through they need to basically get a message upstream um, mm-hmm. back towards civilization, so to speak. Um, and then that there is other stuff that should be arriving and should have been, you know, just a day or two behind their arrival. And so it's already late. Uh, so stuff to keep an eye out for and asking that you, you know, store it because inevitably Anastasia is just going to like everything that's on the boat <laughs> because 90% of it belongs to him. And if anybody yeah. has other stuff, they can come by the general store to pick it up. Uh, of course, we'll take care of all of your things. If you need anything else here that wasn't on the list, we might have it. Right. Um, yeah, and as they kind of you know finish loading up, for the most part, it's uh, little bits of like building supplies, <laughs> uh, nails, uh, you know, a couple like of the you know fairly short in supply bits of uh, lumber. Um, and things like that. Um, but then there's also, you know, some food kind of stuff and, you know, just kind of like we're living here kind of supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, all stuff that you definitely have on board. And then she basically gets out a, you know, nicely written, you know, list of some esoteric items. Uh, to anybody else, this would be a weird grocery list mm-hmm. um roll intellect plus occult three dots I know <laughs> this does not have to do with the curse does it it does not have to do with the curse it is not going to make it worse or anything yet one success 
all you need. Yeah, you're definitely like looking at this stuff and it's like, while you don't have a hundred percent like of a chemistry degree on any of this stuff, but 90% of this sounds like stuff in a witch's brew, you <laughs> know, um, legitimately like I have newt, which by the way, is just mustard seed. Like it's not a big deal, guys. Um, Need some wormwood. Wormwood, wolfsbane, like literally, it's like this is all out of some, you know, uh, Groom's fairy tales kind of yes, stuff. Yes, that, yeah. that is the book that she has. Right. Uh, yeah, this is like, and you know, for her, it's like, well, is this really happening? Is this the list? There's some other stuff in there, um, uh, mortar, mortar and pestle, which is like, okay, that's kind of leaning that way too. Um, uh, some uh, request for um, uh, metal uh, for like working, um, a couple things of like silver and gold, which are like that's like, you know, kind of a bigger deal, um, mm-hmm. you know. But it's it's very like you kind of understand why they wouldn't trap like okay the herbs and stuff like that eh, but like I'll, some of the other stuff okay yeah i get why they wouldn't travel with this saltpeter phosphorus no um <laughs> yeah. but yeah some just very biting my tongue to not ask if they also need the cauldron or if they brought their own <laughs> sure that's fair uh but yes yeah, it's 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 quite a lot of stuff that especially the um the the dichotomy between ah yes telescope looking at the stars also occult and herby herbalism alchemy you know chemistry kind of stuff is feels very very different and rilla is just you know straight face just handing oh yeah we'll we'll need some Mm -hmm. some of that too some of this is easier to source than others um the golds I could get you, but it might not be here immediately, and it's probably not going to be cheap. We, uh, uh, yeah, and I think it's probably even, like, addressed about, like, Mortimer Bethune Royal Society, you know, kind of stuff, and, you know, basically says the the money should not be a... Money's no object. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, this is be... T- and, and of note, the gold is talking about, like, you know, like a few ounces. Well, like a like two grams suspended in oil flake right. kind of stuff, not like a yeah. bar or anything like that. But yeah, hey, uh, I was thinking like you might be better off just buying a piece of jewelry off of someone in town. Yeah, and that may be an offer that you make, and they um, realize like, no, no, we need to ensure that it is pure, one hundred percent pure gold. Yes, uh, you know, it is. A, it is a matter of science. You understand? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) we can certainly acquire all of this for you Um, again timing I'm not positive of um, because some of this is probably not things that we have in stock Mm -hmm. no yeah 90% of it yeah yeah, there there might be some of the, the alchemical stuff that you have over in the like food seasoning aisle of yeah we probably have some of them as spices right or someone might have growing in their garden but um i'll see what i can do out of curiosity theo would you grow any of that i was just gonna say um if you're aware of theo at all you would know that she has a somewhat esoteric collection of herbs and things and plants Mm -hmm. uh, that's what i was thinking like it might do better to go talking to townsfolk (laughs) 
yeah. Go ahead. We'll see what we can do to get it to you as soon as possible. Okay. Well, um, think- do you have a hard deadline? Uh, no. Uh, Mr. Bethune is happy to be here until the until the work is finished. Of course. You know, the company here is nice. I'm no, in no rush to uh, to leave. So, you know, the, this place has started to grow on me. Maybe it's just the the bridge and all the free beer, but uh, of which she had a mug. Uh, you know, uh, Jules ends up, you know, joining once the, the cart is packed and kind of steps up and kind of is in that spot where you can kind of keep an eye on it. Cause, you know, you can just <laughs> leave the door open because uh, yeah. you're not about to air condition the outside or nothing. Um, <laughs> and, you know, uh, Rilla kind of uh, looks over, uh, excuse me, uh, Jules kind of, you know, looks at the list and kind of grins and, uh, you know, they're, 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 they seem very excited about this part of the work, whatever it is. Uh, but. What sort of science are you doing? Um, because I know you're looking at stars. This is not. This is chemistry. Um, and uh, I think yeah, I'm trying to say this like casually, conversationally, not like interrogating. Sure. But, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're kind of nudging them along. Um, I think that's probably going to be. Uh, Probably manipulation plus persuasion, um, but because of your bonus, you could use mm-hmm. any other social skill. Persuasion is my best social skill, so oh, there you go. Just stick with um, yeah, yeah, just to try and subtly kind of you know nudge things along. Mm-hmm. Oh, nope, okay, uh, yeah, so uh. Yeah, they're like, uh, you know, it's just, uh, actually, I think Rilla, you know, just kind of shrugs it off. And, uh, you know, like I said, Mr. Bethune is not very forthcoming in the information that uh, that we get. So, uh, unfortunately, you know, you know about as much as I do. Of course. Well, it seems very interesting, whatever it is. We will get you the required components. Thank you. Yeah, Jules lights up and he's like, oh yes, we're very excited as well. Of course. Um, Trying to think if there's anything else I can do for them right now. Um, Have you already begun looking at the stars? Uh, We had planned to do it uh, last evening, but it was a bit, Storm. uh, bit stormy. Uh, so, uh, but I think, and you know, they, you know, look up through the you know, roof, you know, ah, you know, it's looking much, uh, much drier today. so we may actually begin some preliminary stuff. Um, uh, if everything is set up correctly, uh, that should mean that tomorrow we can have you come up and, you know, point the telescope at things. I am very excited. Well, if you have anybody else who's, you know, interested in this kind of thing, uh, the Royal Society is all about spreading knowledge and information. And so, 
you know, um, after you come up, maybe, you know, we can convince Mortimer to, excuse me, Mr. Bethune to, you know, bring other people up. Um, Jules kind of rolls his eyes, but he's like, you know, it's interesting to even use a telescope, even if you don't understand what you're looking at. Of course. Um, and I think I'm probably done with him for right now. Yeah, there's a little idle chit-chat and stuff like that, and eventually Jules is like, uh, we do have a cart of stuff that we need to take up to the end right house, so. Yeah. I'll send them on their way with pastries. Further bribes. Cool. Further bribes, I'm not charging them for these, just gifts. Yeah. Friendship bribes. Should Friendship use those bribes. pastries to buy doors. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, actually, uh, well, I if, mean... if, if there was a goal that you were in, uh, set on, um, actually, I guess this would may, uh, yeah. potentially be a, a thing that you want to set up. Um, is there a like stated objective that you're aimed at? You know, wanting to do. I mean, I can think of one obvious one, but it's kind of up to you of what you want to possibly push a person towards letting you do or you know doing for you. I mean, I would like to get Rilla to tell me about the book. Sure. Like, yeah, at the very least, what because before up, what yeah. I gathered was you've got some some weird fancy language that, and that's about all I know. But yeah, I want to get her to open up more to me. Sure. Uh, yeah, and you know, if we point at you know, let me take a look at the books. Is a, is a pretty good one. And mm-hmm. just because Ralph, I know you're faster at this. It's wits plus resolve for the doors, or is it resolve plus composure? Oh, it's the lower of resolve or composure. Ah, okay. Cool. They're the same. Uh, no, no. For real, uh, not yours. Yeah. Okay. So, how many doors that you have to get through? Cool. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think this is going to be a flat-out presence plus persuasion. This is this is changing moods and attitudes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go ahead and roll that. Have any useful bonuses? Um, no, I have one for informed, one for investigation. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Sadly not. I will spend a little time. Really? Wow! No successes. Wow. Six things. Oh, well. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, with, with that, uh, and basically I think we'll just kind of lump that in with the, uh, with the pastry bribe and mm-hmm. you know like oh you know okay oh well thank you you know and they're like call free free shit you just cannot get these people to take you seriously no nope uh, which is really funny because i think they would peasant girl right yeah they would freak the fuck out if they knew you could do magic but yeah uh cool uh so yeah we uh we cut from there um and what is uh, what is isabel up to uh today because I know, you know um, during the evening, the tavern is kind of wild and boisterous and there's a lot to do there. But uh, Yeah, I imagine there's a lot of chores and stuff that's like, because, you know, um, Madame uh, Henriette is... Uh, oh, Robert, yeah. Yeah, Madame Robert. Um, she, I mean, that's her home as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, I imagine part of the rent is... You know. Yeah, I got you. So you're doing the, the more or less like 
yeah, yeah. Sure. Housekeeping in addition to working at the thing. Yeah. Um, so, catching up, especially like after I get back and the day has already begun, <laughs> I've been more or less missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, there is there is definitely. I mean, we can we can do that if you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ma- Madame Robert <laughs> is you know not uh, uh, a total prude in any way. Um, she she expects a certain you know, uh, and yeah, I think when you when you arrive, uh, you know, it's just a very subtle. Was it jewels? <laughs> um. <laughs> Very subtle. Like looking down. No, all my jewelry is mess is here. <laughs> okay. Uh, like hands you a broom. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. No, is that is that the, was... the kind of rapport that the two of you have, or is yeah. she is Isabel? I think actually... it's, it's built it's it's built up that way. Yeah. It definitely did not start that way. It's like I'll have you know, it was a roll in the hay. <laughs> but it was ho- with Jose. <laughs> but it was with Jose. <laughs> Got caught in the storm and bunkered down in the stables. Okay. Well, and kind of gestures at you're probably still kind of wet. Oh yeah. Yeah. A mess. Just a mess. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, you know, go up, so dry up, draw your hair and everything. Yeah. Right. Um, if if you want me to draw you a bath, let me know, and we'll we'll get you all cleaned up. Um, and, you know, and. Yeah. Yeah. She she is not full on maternal so much as you know an aunt uh yeah. you know cares about you but like you're a grown woman whatever uh kind of thing. Uh as long as it doesn't demean the the right. As long as it doesn't reflect <laughs> reflect poorly on her. Right, exactly. Right? Yep. I think that's what I definitely would agree with. Cool. Um and then uh, yeah, my only questions would be, do I see jewels, or do I see, uh, Theo at any point in the day? Gotcha. Um, jewels? I said Dio, and I day. was like, what? Dio, yeah, do I see Dio? Is Dio here? No. <laughs> you dare approach me? <laughs> I have to to punch you! Yeah, okay. Uh, no, um, uh, Rilla and, uh, Jules do come in, um, and mm-hmm. they basically find a little table, and they kind of sit uh, and probably uh, request some food, um, you know. So they're there. Um, I don't know if you'll see Theo. I think Theo is probably yeah. Okay. Um, and it is just uh, is it quasi? Re- yeah, it's quasi relentless. Um, like just more or less busting his balls as a form of flirting. Like, sure. <laughs> And like greeting him is like, oh, if it isn't the man of a thousand dowries and right, yeah. and and all this and um, you know, Jules, um, a little birdie told me you're inviting women up to go look at the stars. It sounds awfully romantic. Oh, <laughs> uh, which, <laughs> which Jules? Yeah, Jules turns like seven different shades of red. Um, sputters and blah 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 and Rilla pats him on the shoulder and says uh, yeah no Isabel it's just to look through the telescope Um, I I, you know I don't think that uh, Jules can quite figure out a romantic thought in his head 
Mm-hmm. You want to test that? Well, and bear in mind, Rilla is deep in the like romance side mm-hmm. of things, where Jules is right. a bit more on the. Um, He's a nerd. Well, that and but yeah. Uh, nerd. He's a fucking himbo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and probably a little bit more um, physically intimate as opposed to like right. you know Rilla's idea of romance. Um, you know R- Rilla, you know Rilla without getting courted or anything with. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, um. All right. Well, how about a? Let's see how well this sort of thing goes of uh, manipulation and expression. So I want to narrate a story mm-hmm. that would be, you know, we'll say spicy. And, sorry, <laughs> and, 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 and that could for, be you. For Rilla. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, and, but dance around while I tell it and present a sort of visual storytelling. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Not that one. Body language. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, it's just like R- Rilla definitely finds it, you know, amusing. Jules is just does not the blush does not end, no. you know, um, though he's he's starting to, you know, uh, you know, because we're not going into the story telling itself. But, you know, he, he makes a couple jibes and comments back and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and definitely seems to be, like, relaxing a little bit. And, like, it still makes him blush. And, sure. you know, but, uh, yeah. He's, he's like, okay, wait, hang on. Um, and starting to, to get, a, you know, a word in edgewise every now and then. Yeah. But uh, there, there's definitely, like, a couple looks from from Rilla, who like is not engaging, but is just amused at the back and forth, and who keeps like looking at the door if like oh, if somebody walks in, like this is this is very inappropriate, uh, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, for the most part, they're just there with uh, you know, and eventually like eat, and I'm sure that you know potentially some of the uh, the other you know men who work like the still and stuff right. like that might you know engage in you know like right. oh yeah body jokes and stuff like that yeah, yeah they, sure, they're they, on board they yeah. come in add, add into the yeah yep is about I mean if there's anything Isabel does it's play to a crowd right, right. like um like one on one not not her favorite. But in a crowd situation, mm-hmm. you can you can hide, right? A little bit, yeah. You, and, you're putting um, on the show as opposed to exactly being honest. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, this is more or less to like you said they they're starting to get a little bit more relaxed. And yeah, I was leaning towards like you know I joked about it, but can I get an invite? Sure. Like I gotcha. and like planting that idea, right? That's the manipulation part. Is like no, that actually is a really good story. Perhaps you should come and. Try it out for real. <laughs> sure. All right. Um, uh, let's go ahead uh, with that being like. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, I want to have uh, another role, basically, mm-hmm. with a little bit more pointed thing at sure. uh, at Jules, because uh, I think that's who you're trying to get the invite from. Uh, sure. Yeah. Like socialize. But yeah, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Socialize persuasion, whatever. I have three dots and a few different things, but socialize seems like the most of what this is. Yep. 
I think my corrals uh, applies here. Yeah, yeah, bit. yeah. It's not necessarily the, the drinking, but uh, right. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh no! Nope. I will note oh, no. every, everybody. I I do not get involved with roll twenty and the die roller. I don't touch anything. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine rolling. What they said the other day. Imagine rolling physical dice. Dude, was that today? <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. was like last night. I yeah, guess. that's true. Yeah, making jokes about using online roll uh, rollers instead of your yeah. own math rocks uh, yep. for your digital therapy avatars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have a thing for this? Fast talking might apply. Let me see. It's a uh, think subterfuge rolls once per scene. You can reroll. Oh yeah, damn. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. Again, there's the the you know the the amusement and the and I, I think he it, it's not even like a failure on Isabel's part. I think it's a failure on Jules's part to even pick up that no, she right. really wants an invite. You know, as you tease yeah. him She's about not it, just teasing you. Yeah, just right over his head. Um, yeah. yeah. How are these people immune to all of our charms? Not involved. I mean, to be have, fair, I'm have, not charming. Have, I mean, yeah, but I've also failed every time that I've tried to actually get something out of it. I've failed. I haven't tried directly so. intimidating them yet. <laughs> you want to come threaten them? Yeah, maybe that'll work. Yeah, I don't Being know. Being nice I'm... and helpful and flirty doesn't. <laughs> yeah, we're all trying to be cordial and get some info. Um, yeah, so <laughs> to like cap the scene mm -hmm. i think there's this like there's this moment where he he should ac actually say something and then rilla and isabel just meet eyes and just just this tragic look. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like R rilla reaches over and you know pats her hand and is like you keep trying you know <laughs> Um, you know, and, and at this point, like, really gets the, the request for the invite, but at this point, no, it's far more fun to watch you try and get it from Jules. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, cool. Uh, so yeah, so, uh, we jump back, uh, a little bit over to, uh, I'm gonna say the graveyard, uh, the mine, uh, mm -hmm. where the, uh, the gang is basically putting up the, the safety lamps, um, and, you know, lighting them and stuff like that. And it is definitely darker um but it's not dramatically darker you know it's already a mine lit by you know oil lamps yeah so like the the moderate you know reduction is you know it's like okay yeah this is noticeable but it's not to the point where we're squinting to to see things or anything like that um yeah. it's already yeah. dark and we can adjust um, our eyes mm-hmm uh, the lamp, yeah, you know, the lamplight itself is steady. Yeah, all right, fine. Great. Uh, you know, the the rest of the maroons, you know, especially because I imagine Quilt kind of explains and gives people a heads up. Hey, this is what we're doing and stuff like yeah. that. And they've been ready. You know, there's, there's, right, yeah. And you know, there's a little bit of like, hmm, what do we think? And you know, for the most part, yeah, okay, we're already over this. Uh, especially some of the more. Uh, advanced i guess members of the cult mm -hmm. they're like yeah this is whatever this is this is not any new adversity not not really um and so they just yeah okay cool thanks uh but 
um, uh, Mr. Enright, um, and, uh, and Mortimer kind of sit there and they, they talk about it and point at stuff. Um, and then, uh, basically kind of, uh, look to you and Mortimer steps up and basically says, Mr. Jean-Paul, would you mind if we bring some of the, uh, um, I guess he'd probably say shift leaders from the other mine over to see how this works and looks. I've already invited them here upon us installing the lamps and confirming that they are safe. So I will take that as a yes. Uh, Mr. Enright, um, I'll be back. Uh, and you know, Mortimer you know, just kind of makes his way up out of the, uh, of the mine. Um, you know, Mr. Enright kind of looks over at you and says, I, I, th- I think this is, I think this is good. Don't you? And like, there is a legitimate, like, look for approval of mm. like, you know, like, Hey, this, I, I made a good decision here. And like, there's definitely a moment because, uh, uh, the Smith and apprentices are back. Like they've already dropped stuff off. Your miners have started to work. And like, there's this moment where it's surrounded by people in multiple directions, but like between the loudness of the mine and stuff like that, you actually have uh, cool. one of the rare moments of privacy with Mr. Enright. He's like, Hey, this, this is the right call, right? He says, uh, Monsieur Bethune has acted consistent with how he stated he was going to act in this context. And I, you have reinforced my trust that you have our best interests at heart. So yes, I think this appears to be the right thing. Good. Good. That's, that's, that's what I thought. That's what, yeah. Um, now I have to source all that glass, but no, this will be, this will be good. Um, how many more will be installed? Uh, uh, you know, he throws out a number uh, that, you know, for Cloak, you know, for Jean-Paul, you quickly kind of guess he probably wants to replace every lamp that's down here with these. Oh, gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, or at least the vast majority, because obviously as you dig deeper, you know, uh, they don't need to want to create a new one every time. But, mm. um, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have a, a wide, you know, wide coverage of this, and uh, I think this will uh, be the the standard that we hold this mind to. Uh, Jean Paul, I think I think we can have one of the most successful and uh, safe series of mines west of the Mississippi. That would be great. As I mentioned to you shortly before. This place is important to us now. And this is our life. We once worked in duress. Although we were no longer formally slaves, we were only free in name. And being worked and oppressed by your own people, those who claim to have liberated you, is uh, a novel hardship in and of itself. Here, we engage in honest labor, 
and we are alone with our bodies, the sound of our breath, presence of those around us, and the thoughts in our heads. And it has become a haven and an opportunity for all of us to work through the demons that we've tried to hide from. So keep this mind safe. That is really important to me. Okay, so this I'm going to mention this was already foreplanned before you made that comment. <clears throat> but uh, as you were talking, there's a bit of a rumble through the mine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and then a bit of a crashing sound, and like everybody in the mind kind of stops working. Yeah. And like the this the sound crashes and rumbles and you can hear it and feel it in the earth. Uh, yeah. Um and and then you hear shouts from up the tunnel back towards the entrance. Okay. And the uh, oh my gosh. Uh we'll pick one of the, the sisters. Um yeah. uh, Sanitary Miss EJ. Sunny day since you brought her up first mm-hmm. uh, shouts down um, and you know it's not easy to hear but you know she was outside okay, uh, yeah. and you could hear and say the other mine they have a collapse and, oh no like, work and by, by other mines she means the, the, the mine that we don't work right another one of the mines correct mm-hmm. okay so then cloak immediately looks at Enright and like holds up a hand and pause the conversation and then in French says to all the maroons out of the mine we have to help those people stop what yep, you're doing yeah. bring equipment and like your hand to, to pause Mr. Enright he's hmm. already moving up okay great the, cool perfect yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's at a elderly jog uh <laughs> You know, but he he is he is moving and you know concern on his face. Uh, uh, down uh, in the uh, down in the town, it doesn't take long uh, before other people uh, start to hear and see because uh, from your views, uh, when you poke your heads out and stuff like that, you can see some dust and dirt coming up from the mine that is very unusual, and then sounds of distant uh-huh. shouting and stuff like that as. People head up. Oh, and it is uh, it is also for shift Gisela. So yep, that is probably also in there. Uh, where you don't know, uh, which is worse than knowing whether or not, uh, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so the the mine has had a collapse. Um, yeah, cloak. Uh, you, I imagine, John Paul leads the charge out. Yeah. I mean, some of the other miners are already out there. Uh, Sanite uh, is there. Uh, I imagine her sister is... But no, we determined that the three of you are not actually shift leaders. That's you right. Just, yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah, uh, the three of them are... Uh, well, the three of you kind of reconvene, quickly mm-hmm. get a, a rundown um, while Mr. Enright is basically like finding a lamp and heading into the other mine <laughs> before uh, some of the other miners crap him. Whoa, 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 yeah, hang exactly. on. Just because it's done collapsing doesn't mean it's done collapsing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's still 
dirt and soot and, uh, well, not soot, um, but dirt and particles and stuff like that that are, you know, still kind of flowing out and people are kind of staying clear, pulling up, you know, uh, cloaks and tunics and stuff like that to, to cover their eyes and, and, you know, mouth, because that is stuff you do not want to breathe um, mm. as, you know, things are kind of settling and there's kind of distant sounds from the tunnel echoing up uh, of, you know, more dirt and debris collapsing and compared to your tunnel their tunnel is considerably deeper and branching and wide uh, mm. that theirs is the one that has been worked on for a while and they mm. have you in this other section that's you know considerably less deep and you know because you've been there for a few months um, mm. so uh, at this point like the conversation is basically does anybody know what portion collapsed you know, where it collapsed you know what happened was it the supports did the you know all those various mining terms that i'm not familiar with but yeah they're they're trying to you know negotiate what's going on and there are as like stuff is settling there are a couple miners who make their way up out of it uh including furnace uh who's okay. uh the, the 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 shift leader absolutely coated in dirt and like they're coughing and somebody calls for water um, yeah. and they're getting doused in the face and getting some water to drink and stuff and uh, Furnace is uh, cursing up a storm in Norwegian uh, mm-hmm. and it takes a little bit to slow him down uh, but eventually comes to okay well Tunnel 3 has collapsed um, and uh, actually I'm pause there uh for those of you who are in town, does anybody head up? I imagine Gisela is probably booking it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, Cloak was going to send for Theo. Interesting. Um, is this is a mining town. I assume the church has a bell. Mm-hmm. So it would probably be a procedure that if there's trouble with the mine, somebody starts hammering on the bell. That's true. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, yeah. for providing that. Yeah. So very quickly. Yeah. The bell is definitely sounding. Yeah. In more modern times, there was a horn that would sound right. To, mm, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I was I was thinking of bells for shift changes, but yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. For alerting everybody to, you know, uh, actually, yeah, it's it's the PA system for the entire. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, definitely the, the big red alert and the, the town is mobilizing. Um, as you know in ranges of activities but yeah was was Theo also heading yeah so if the yeah. bell's going off then um, uh, stern words have loaded to stay in the cart and Catherine and Theo will both head okay cool yeah so you guys start making your way up it's you know it's a 20-25 minute walk up from the you know the town itself up there um, but yeah, so, uh, you guys probably get there a little bit after Furnace has already started explaining what had happened, but yes, uh, Tunnel 3 has collapsed, uh, there, uh, for those who are more in the know, uh, that's the, the deep main tunnel, uh, for them, um, and, uh, yeah, there's, there's three in there, uh, with Mortimer. Uh, don't know what the damage is. Uh, we could barely get out all most of the, you know, lamps are busted or 
coated over. So we'll we'll see shortly the rest of and like as he's talking, there are more miners who are coming out who are like close. There are other miners he mentions that are in there that are already trying to to see if they can, you know, pull things out. Uh, okay. But yeah. Well, this is an opportunity for Cloak, Sunny Day, and Messy J to use their max and strength performance. So they are the strongest mm-hmm. in the group. Uh, Cloak would send, or I guess he would have requested that some of the maroons bring along some extra lighting and then also some of the support poles Mm -hmm. in a cart that are used for reinforcing a mine as you're expanding it so that they could, you know, safeguard the area that they're using right before they try and clear out the rockfall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Furnace is there right alongside you um cool. and um actually go ahead and give me a um uh i know we talked about intimidation being a very direct and threat kind of thing but i think this yep. is one of the ones where if if john paul is going to take over and yeah. man this kind of thing you're gonna have to intimidate uh furnace to basically stand down your emotional you're too close to this however you want to you know yeah. derive it but yeah sounds good yeah so he'll do that um so john paul will look him in the face right he's covered in soot and things like that and saying mm-hmm. you almost died in the collapse yep. and you are no longer capable of leading the recovery we will be doing this sit down so uh let's see i'm gonna roll presence intimidate Yep, sounds about right. Cool. Ash, Ash is throwing a big old reach on this. What, what does this say you're casting? Uh, this is uh, exceptional luck. All right. Um, the reaches are instant scale duration and um, what was the last one? Range. Oh, sensory range. Sure. Yeah, I'm trying to cast it on the people going in. Cool. Um, depending on your scale, you could cast it on, like, the area, uh, nearby the collapse, if you wanted, mm-hmm. and get, while people are in there, they are lucky. So, okay, that's uh, better, yeah, I didn't know how many people I could catch with it. If it's, I was just if, trying to get, like... Yeah, throwback to Songbird dancing on the ceiling, yeah. right, you know, if they're in the area, it affects them. Um, okay. and holy shit! Okay, three successes... Uh, which actually, now that I let me work that backwards, that's that's thirteen dice and only three successes. And Ooh. I chose not yes. to invoke the fact that he has the rote quality on intimidate. <laughs> Noted. Uh, but yes, um, uh, furnace kind of like it, it, it's the stare down, and and I'm sure there's a little bit. And correct me if you're if I'm wrong, but cloak is like no 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 no, the rescue effort is mine back off yeah. not so much as like you're a bad you know you're a bad shift leader because the collapse happened yeah that's right no he's not blaming them for that right. who knows when a collapse happens it's just like now is not your time right we're doing this mm-hmm. we'll get him out right cool um and then oh uh ash the paradox before you do mm-hmm. the uh, i'm spending two mana okay so my uh three comes down to two uh down to just one right yes Jeez. Whoa! What? You only had one die. You got two. 
Damn. Oh, man. Even this my wisdom. Eight. 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 Unless you were in the dark doing AOA. Why does it say forty-eight? Because you didn't do the spell roll. It's cool. Uh, you got two successes in there. So take okay. two resistant bashing wounds on top of your 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 uh, limping uh, uh, leg. Yeah. Yep. Which is true. Yeah. The the walk up to the mind was also pretty sucky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, but yeah, the spell goes off, uh, and like I said, uh, do you? Because in in my mind, uh, this was going to be something that you're going to cast in the area near the collapse. So, do you basically join in the the effort and like go down into the mine? I mean, I don't think so. Is the thing because like she's gonna let more capable people go do the digging through the mine rubble. Gotcha. Okay, um, well, I just wanted to sort of basically just good luck bless on the ones running in to go do the work okay yeah so in that case you'll because you took the advanced scale you can pick five uh okay. which I, I basically the five biggest guys right more Pretty or less much, yeah. yeah okay which definitely is going to be uh uh cloak and uh and the, cloak, sisters. the sisters and Sign two others cool awesome yep and then theo what is this i'm doing uh some uh off the cuff sort of stuff I'm using the practice of knowing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to get a feel for how much rock is between us and the next air pocket. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, Are you going into the mine? Yes, I was going to go into the mine. I wouldn't even slow down. Like uh, Catherine would stop here to help up top. And then I, because I usually do anyway, go right into the thick of shit. So. Cool. And the boon I was giving was the nine again on their mundane rolls. like digging through things to get to the people. Absolutely. Um, cool. Which. Thank you. Uh, and just like make eye contact with uh, Mr. Broussard as I walk in so he's aware I'm here and mm-hmm. he smiles. Isabel's right there with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Now, uh, the nine again on uh, what would effectively be. Um, two, two mundane rolls, mm-hmm. or picking two conditions to give them. Um, those don't get beats, but you could do stuff. Uh, inspired. Inspired. That's probably the best one. Um, or uh, uh, charmed, charmed is the other really good one. Charmed, which yeah. you know avoids avoids, and so yeah, you can charm and inspire for the duration. Cut. Sounds good. Let me read about these two again. I like I know Charmed is super good. Mm-hmm. Inspired is succeed if you fail and exceptional success if you get at least one. Mm-hmm. We're gonna yeah, be, that's good. If, and it has advanced duration, so for the scene you have those. Yeah, but yeah, that's good. I'll that would that. also be more useful than nine again in this particular case because uh, Cloak, mm-hmm. Sunny Day, right. Missy J have rote action with strength rolls. So okay. Yeah, mostly I was thinking of just NPC search and rescue folks. Right. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. But yeah, yeah. Uh, charmed and inspired is good. Yep. Cool. Protect from injury and also make sure that you know they can do really well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So the charmed you wouldn't be aware of 
but the inspired you feel empowered to mm. charge mm. forward. Wonderful. I like that. Um, and the best. Oh, um, Craig. so uh, yeah, Craig, you're you're charging in too. Um, I, I, I dig the spell. It's perfect knowing with matter. It was taking me a second. I was like, oh right, matter, duh. Because <laughs> yeah. Um, and so if you're heading in, uh, yeah, actually, I think at that point it's just a paradox, which one way or another, after roll one die, you let me know if it's going to be a chance there or not. Um, I'm just going to roll it. Cool. So yeah, go ahead and roll your wisdom. Ooh. I think you have uh, three seven. Uh, well, I think uh, I think that was rolling the spell. Technically, Craig, if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and roll your wisdom um, because of the one paradox. Yeah, no, that's. I just use a spell roll for the. It's seven. I got seven dice, right? Is your wisdom yeah, eight? eight. Should be eight. Oh, I'm sorry, eight. So one. I'll roll one more. Get five. Rather get this. Hey. Yes. Cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, doesn't do anything. But. And then, uh, so exceptional success on your wisdom, unfortunately, doesn't do anything. But mm, uh, so you take that little one. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. You tighten the jar real well. Yes. Um, <laughs> somebody else is going to be pissed off later when they want the peanut butter. Uh, and then go ahead and roll your uh, spell. Uh, and that was two. That's what had thrown me. I was like, oh yeah, well, we'll take the four for success. Three successes. Cool. So yeah, you get down there uh, and like, you know, place your hands on the rocks and start pulling some stuff out and just kind of let the spell out. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a good bit of rock. Uh, there's, uh, uh, before I throw out a random number, like, hang on, what's an actual reasonable amount? Yeah. So there, there's about 10 yards of, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a first down in in football, which doesn't seem a lot until you realize just how far 30 feet of collapsed rock. That's a lot. Can Mm -hmm. I, can I throw another one out quick? Uh, one second, let me get to uh, what uh, uh, Chris is throwing out sure. real quick. Um, I am trying to more or less sniff out where the survivors are. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I kind of just threw a number penalty at the scale. You tell me whether that's actually right. Uh, are you going into the mine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're definitely going to be able to get it. Okay. Is yep. that... Is that too much, or so probably probably a little overkill? Because the okay. um, once you get down into like the end of the tunnel where the collapse is, yeah, like there's yeah, I, I I as Chris have no idea what the scale of this mine is right. in my head. Notably, once you are down towards it, um, and you've got the other miners talking and stuff like that, the the kind of over here enough, right? There's what is the term? It's the mine head. I can't remember. It's the end of the mine mm-hmm. is like tail 40 yards down okay so there, there there's a small area there okay but yeah uh you cool. could probably right. drop that down to, down to minus, minus two. two. Oh, minus two cool mm-hmm. all right i'd love to have more dice to roll that's fine yeah hell yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't roll one die. <laughs> and uh what are we doing yeah. the paradox containing it 
Uh, sorry, but are you using mana or not? <laughs> no. Okay. See, Nothing. Why would I? Why would I? Yeah, I know. Two. So it would be five. Six, six, five. Six. Yep. Okay. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm drawing on the answer of being in the cave itself. Um, mm -hmm. And then um, like a little um, like my canteen of water um, as a cup. Oh, yeah. Or, or like as a uh, like a viewing Mm -hmm. Like looking into Ooh, the yeah. darkness in a canteen seems very fitting for this. Yeah. Um, and that That's sort of awesome. like Thyrsus scrying mirror of like a bowl of naturally occurring water or whatever in a rock. I like it. Um, That's great. And while uh, they're rolling that, uh, Craig, uh, what is the other spell you're going to sneak in real quick? Oh, yeah. No problem. Um, it's basically the same idea, but now I want to. To get a sense for how stable things are now. Are things settled now, or is there more to come? Okay, cool. I like that. So, mm. yeah, uh, uh, Isabel gets down to where mm. the collapse is, and like already, you know, people are pulling rocks and they're looking, and it's it's very methodical, even though it's not smoky, Chaos. but it is, you know, the dirt is you know kind of lingering in there. There's particles. It's rough. Uh, but moving stuff with like methodical purpose and stuff like that. Right. And two bodies are well back from the collapse. Mm -hmm. There is another body beneath the rocks. You can't quite tell because you don't have the matter, but they're alive. They're alive. They okay. are. And I'll, I'll probably give you so much as they are wounded, not dying, but probably not having a great time right now. Right. Oh yeah, you can get him out soon. Yep. Um, and then uh, Theo, yeah, your initial like, okay, let me touch the the rocks. Yeah. To, so it, yeah, one hand was on the collapse, and then steps over and puts a hand on the wall. Right. Um, yeah, this is totally stable. There's no reason that a mine collapse would happen. Like all this is super stable and and fine. All right, uh, I'm gonna try and call her cloak in the or Monsieur Broussard in the chaos. Well, I mean, now that you're down here, because like voice echoing, everybody talks mm. carefully and quietly and stuff like that. Because if you're yelling in a mine, you're going to irritate yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking everybody. everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure like no one else is hearing or trying to anyway. Um, if you want me to make a roll for that, that's fine. Um, but, no, I, I think you're just whispering. So at, at this point, it doesn't matter. Um, so collapse is only 10 yards um, and the rest of the place looks stable Cloak exhales a sigh of relief and then looks at you with gratitude um, looks at actually both you and Isabel because Isabel's close by right that's what you said Chris did I hear that right or is she far farther back yeah mm -hmm. she's like she's she's at the collapse like okay, essentially great. fucking smelling like in the Imago is like I'm fucking hunting like Cool. Where are these people? So um, he looks at both. So of wasn't you. it Mortimer? Go ahead, Mortimer. Uh, no, th the three is including Mortimer. I apologize okay. if there was any confusion. All right. So Cloak um, turns to Theo and Isabel and says, "I'm glad you're here." And then he turns to Sanité and Messi J and says, "In French, let's get to work." Sure. 
Um, and yeah, if you want to go ahead and do uh, strength plus athletics rolls. Um, I think it's strength and, stamina, uh, right? Lift stuff, move things. Yeah, we can do that too. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm good with you. Uh, yeah. uh, all right, so if, if we want to do this as a teamwork action to make it simple, then they could just do two rolls and mm-hmm. then I'll make the main roll. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, would uh, Lodestone give them any benefit here at all? Um, it would keep dust and dirt from like settling on them and keep it out of their eyes. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So I'll do Lodestone um, with a repel. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> cool. Drew, do you want to roll for a sunny day, Missy J, or should I? Um, you can. Uh, notably, I have cool. no idea what their stats would be, and All I'm right. cool with them being pretty close to close. Excellent. And I'm just going to roll for them. All right. Yeah, that's pretty simple. So I'm going to roll cloaks, cool, um, twice as teamwork, sure. and then roll you know, sign day, messy day, and then add it into cloak the results of those successes. So they're sure. rolling with rote to take advantage of inspired, and then they gain um, a plus one bonus from strength performance, and they gain plus one success if they get at least one success. Yep. Cool. When it comes to manual labor, the cult is kind of badass. Yeah, they're real good at it. And that's, right. I'm trying to remember, is that the third level? It's the fourth level to get the plus one success. It's the first level to get a plus one bonus. It's the second level to get rote. And the third level is you get to multiply your strength by two if you're moving something laterally, or by five if you're pulling Sorry, something I on mean wheels. The, the oh, level in the, the cult. cult. Oh, okay. Um, the first, the I think the second level of the cult is uh, strength performance one. The fifth level of the cult is strength performance mm-hmm. five, uh, four. So. The only gotcha. people in the okay. cult who have maxed out strength performance are Sunny Day, Missy J, and, and Cloak. Sure. All right, cool. All right, so uh-huh. that's the first roll. We do it one more. All right, so they each give me ten dice. Well, one they, not each. <laughs> Total, they give you 10 dice. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, so together, yeah. <laughs> they give 10 dice. Yeah, I said twice as much as what's there, which yep. isn't true at all. All right. <laughs> so then Cloak is um, going to spin a willpower just because who knows how we're going to do this. Uh, and he's, he's trying to protect people. This is leaning mm-hmm. into his virtue. So sure. the total modifiers mm-hmm. are going to be four. No, 16. 12 successes. 12 successes. All right. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, so, oh, uh, sorry. Uh, real quick before we do that. Uh, Craig, what was this yeah. other spell? Uh, this was uh, Lodestone. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and... Over, overreaching by two. Oh. Plus one. Mm-hmm. Oof. I'm good. Cool. Uh, how many how many bashing wounds are you up Three to bashing. Now? Um, this would be two. Oh no, because you got two successes. I got to take two, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. 
Okay, so I'm at three bashing. Okay, so we're, we're not into health penalties or anything. No. But it's not a... It, it ain't feeling great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think um, you definitely feel the paradox kind of swelling and, you know... Oh, wait a minute. And there's, it, there's, there's good stuff. I got I to roll um, two more dice and add one success for the fourth level of strength performance. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So, uh, I know we're probably about to cut it here in a second, but yeah. um, are there any spirits nearby? Gotcha. We'll talk about that probably next week. Next time. <laughs> okay, so and just put a pin in that uh, Cloak and Theo are having a conversation after things are over, too. Yep. Cool. Cool. Makes sense to me. Uh, so, yes, uh, we kind of pull away as the the dust and dirt don't settle on anybody's face. I mean, people have already got stuff in their face right. already on the way down, but now it just seems to stay out of their eyes, doesn't get caught in the sweat, stuff like that, as they as the rescue team, which is uh, basically most of the Maroons and you know some other folks uh, as well um, who are in there. Isabel's moving some some, you know, stuff as well um just just kind of like this way yeah like <laughs> uh, right, right that way and, and uh <laughs> as the uh as the um you know camera kind of pulls out of the mine um gizela there is a familiar voice uh kind of hitting you and like hands wrapping around you and just sobbing as your father says it's my fault. I shouldn't have even been in there. This is all my fault. I'm telling you, and like just going off. No. Uh, yeah. In, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kohler. No, wait. Hang on. What? It, we we call it German, but we figured out what the actual language was. Um, damn. I don't think we did. Sorry, Riafio. I swear you told us, but we've already forgotten. Uh, but it yes. was just a dialect. Right. Uh, and just sobbing and like, oh yeah. Dad's dad's gonna be in a bad way for a while. Yeah. Well, at least he's not in the mine. He is not in the mm-hmm. mine. And that is where we'll leave it. Uh, as mm-hmm. as uh, I- Isabel is kind of guiding stuff and then turning on her mage sight to be like, "All right, who's in here?" Um, and trying to see into the darkness. The the baroons res- rushing to rescue. Uh, a, a trapped, well, a trapped person uh, and two others uh, who are not immediately running out of air, but it is a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, and outside, uh, you know, with Gisela is the rest of the town who are readied up. There are people with stretchers. Um, the barber is here to do some basic frontier surgery if necessary. Yep. Uh, yeah. So join us next week. <laughs> um, as always, if you have enjoyed your time here, and I hope you have, uh, come by Discord. That is www.yeetintu.space. Uh, if you don't get that reference, go watch The Rookery at some point. Um, no, no pressure. They're not related to this chronicle, but we may make jokes and references. Um, if you want to support us monetarily, uh, is it was, a, it was a grand old time and. 
proof that after 160 episodes, I still don't know how incognito presence works. So yeah, just, <laughs> just go learn more, folks. Just go learn more. Play the game. Learn more. It's, it's okay. Fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, and we'll, we'll use that as a uh, key point. Hey, if you're thinking about running mage and you're not sure about it, because maybe I'll mess something up. Just Hi. do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what they said. Uh, but uh, if you want to support us monetarily, that's patreon.com slash occultist anonymous or staylucky.club. See aforementioned comment about if you don't get the reference. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, link to Conka is in uh, Twitch um, or in uh, uh, the YouTube comments below. And uh, yeah, enjoy uh, Onyx PathCon if you're watching on Twitch. And if you're on YouTube, go find the ton of great content that I'm sure is coming this weekend. Um, yeah, that's it. Catch you guys next. Everybody, see you later.